everybody, Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is my joy to be with you guys. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Um, we are going into 2022. It is right around the corner. I believe the Lord is speaking to your heart. I believe the Holy Spirit is active in your life. I believe the Father of glory is shining over you and wanting to lead you and guide you um, into what he has for you in 2022. And so if you are new to the show, we have a new episode streaming every Monday on charismapodcastnetwork.com. You could also find us on Spotify, subscribe there. You could also go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe there, um, just so you don't miss any episodes, Audible, etc. Um, pretty much anywhere podcasts are listened to. So make sure to tap in. And I want to encourage you guys, rate and review this podcast, subscribe to the podcast. It really helps in a lot of ways, get this out to more people so they can be blessed. It could pop up on their feeds. It could pop up, you know, on their Spotify or whatever, so we can get out to more people so they can be blessed by this free content. You, go, you could also go to YouTube and there's video content. If you're, if you're watching on YouTube now, thank you guys for tuning into my channel. You can subscribe, comment below. You could like and do all of that good stuff. I want to keep posting videos of all my podcast episodes. And we have some really cool stuff going into 2022 um, that is new that we're going to be doing here on this podcast as well. So make sure to tune in, tell your friends and family, send them the episodes that have blessed you. Um, and so anyways, today I want to talk to you about what the Lord has been laying on my heart in November and December going into 2022. Things I've already been... Um, practicing over again in my life, things that I've been engaging in, practicing, things that I've been focusing on. I have been stripping some things away in my life, and I've been adding things of value, and I've been pushing in this direction um, since the Lord has really been highlighting and breathing on this for me. And so going into 2022, I want to share this with you. I believe this is a word. I believe a lot of people are in the similar kind of season, a similar kind of season I have been in and coming out of. And so um, I want to be transparent and I want to reveal to you, not, not reveal necessarily, I just want to bring to you some practical and spiritual advice here. And I want to pull a couple scriptures out as well. And so going into 2022, this is a conviction on my heart. We get very busy. We get very, very busy in life. And when our mind is cluttered, when we are just on our phones continually and we're binging on Netflix and Hulu and Apple TV or whatever, and there's nothing wrong with those things. You know, I am on YouTube watching different things and, you know, I go home and I've got different things that I watch with my wife. I'm not trying to hate on it, but what I'm trying to say is this. We get very busy in life in general, just with life's responsibilities and the role that we play. You might be a mother. You might be a father. You might be a grandmother or grandfather. I'm not sure what season you're in. You might be a young, single individual, but maybe you're in college or maybe you're in Bible school or maybe you're on the mission field or maybe you're in full-time ministry as a pastor or a leader. I don't know who is hearing this, okay? But regardless, you know, you might be a mother or a father, right? If that's the case, You've got children that are looking to you for life and sustenance, okay? You have to take care of them. That is our role. That is our ministry. That is our responsibility to care for our children and lead them down paths of righteousness, show them the way that they should go and take care of their basic needs. As a man, it is it is inside of me. I must provide. I must take care of my family, um, not just 
financially. Yes, financially, but also I need to nurture them spiritually. I need to be a spiritual leader for my home. And so when it comes to work and when it comes to ministry and when it comes to more importantly, my relationship with my wife and my relationship with my children and my responsibility to them, my, Hey, listen, my, my plate's full a lot of the time. And you know, we're looking for ways to escape mind numbing things where I don't got to think I don't have to be involved in really anything. So on our phone now, we have access to information, entertainment galore, thousands upon thousands of hours of entertainment, social media. We're always looking at people's lives and following up with what's happening with this person or that person, or I got to post this or post that. And our mind's always going. And then of course, with the streaming on TV, we're just hours and hours and hours of watching different things. And I'm not hating on those things, but what I am challenging and what I am advocating for right now is a healthy balance of those things. It's not easy. It's like a monster. You, get, you you know, it's like a, you know, the more time you give these things, the more time it just demands of you. You know, your phone is calling your name if it's in your pocket and you've got like a minute on the line at Chipotle and you're just there for 15 minutes waiting on the line and your phone is calling your name and you have to grab your phone and check your newsfeed and check the weather and check social media and do all that stuff. But you know, those used to be moments where our hearts would tune in to the presence of the Father, where we used to just be, you know, more meditative and more contemplative in our approach to God. And we would, you know, I know myself personally, I would take these little moments as moments of acknowledgement and awareness of who he is. And I'd commune with him internally, not verbally, not out loud, but I commune with God more internally. But with all of these different things we have access to and the craziness of life, our minds are cluttered. We're always being entertained. There's text messages and phone calls and things that are demanding our time and attention. And so I do not want us to lose the art of the practice of the presence of God. If you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. That's another book that's changed my life. I told you in a previous episode about Athanasius on the incarnation, but you need to get your hands on a book by Brother Lawrence, a monk of old called The Practice of the Presence of God. He'd be doing his daily monk duties. You know, he'd be washing dishes, but he'd be getting, you know, he'd be drunk in the Holy Spirit. He'd be laughing with the Lord. He would be overwhelmed by the presence of of God while he was washing dishes because he'd be doing it unto the Lord, acknowledging him, meditating upon him, singing praises to God while he was doing those things. And there was an overwhelming sense of God's presence. We were created to live and abide and move and breathe and have our being in him. And we have 24-7 access to Christ, to God, to the Holy Spirit because of the finished work of Christ and so my book, Immersed in His Glory, talks about this in detail and in depth, how we could practice the presence of God, how we could abide with the Lord and, and live in just continual enjoyment of Him and have that awareness, that consciousness of God throughout our day where we could hear a word from heaven. We can get revelation where we're reading the word and scriptures are coming alive to us. It's not dry. It's not boring. It's not mundane, but it's alive. The scriptures are living and active and sharper than a double-edged sword. And so what I am advocating, what I am challenging you on is to spend more time with Jesus. You know, if you have to wake up an hour earlier, if you have to maybe not the first thing you do in the morning, grab your phone. When I a habit that I got myself into, which was bad, was first thing I did and I woke up, grab my phone, scroll through social media, check my emails, do all that stuff. Now I want to I'm not grabbing my phone first thing I when I wake up. 
but I'm turning my attention and my affection on Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for a new day. And I'm just thanking him and I'm praising him and I'm worshiping him and I'm thanking him for who he is in my life. And I'm praying for my wife and my kids and my family. And I'm just coming to a place of God, this day is yours. I'm, I want to do this day unto you. And it sets my heart right. And when I'm in my truck driving from appointment to appointment or when I'm traveling and I'm on the airplane, I'm not just, you know, I don't want to just watch movies or listen to, you know, you know, what's going on with the Yankees for next year offseason. I was always listening to that because I'm a baseball fan. But it's like, no, I started to put worship on again in my vehicle and worship from point A to point B. And I would carry that lingering sense of God's presence into my day. You know, when I do that, and I, I'm living with a peace and a joy and, and uh, an empowerment to make the right choices and live a holy life. I'm, I'm doing it out of not my strength, but out of his strength because I'm living from his presence. And so we get very distracted and busy. And this is not condemnation. I'm not. I'm saying I'm on the same boat with all of you guys. And I'm on this journey. And I want to I invite you to this journey if you're not on this journey yourself. Christianity is about a person. And it's about being in relationship with that person and being led by his Holy Spirit and being in communion with him. And there's no way we can do that. You know, if you're not hungry for God anymore like you used to be, it's probably because you're full on so many other things. You are hungry for what you feed yourself on. That's why you're hungry for Facebook and Instagram and Netflix and entertainment and fantasy football. That's why you're hungry for those things, because that's what you're feeding yourself with spiritually. Your soul. You're feeding your soul with those things, and your soul's craving them. And hey, listen, everything in its balance, it's not evil. The thing of it, in of itself isn't evil, but it's, it's how much time and attention and affection we give to it. Is this thing taking preeminence over the Lord Jesus in my life, over my relationship with him? And there's no condemnation, but my life source is him. If I don't have that kind of connection with him throughout my day, I'm running off of fumes. And I can do that for a while. I can do that for a while. I could, I could run off the anointing and I could, you know, run on a low tank for a little while. But then, you know, we always burn out. We always wind up broken. We always wind up having to fall again at the glorious feet of Jesus. And he's our everything. He's my life source. He's my reason for living. I wouldn't want to live if I didn't have that open conversation, that internal dialogue with him, that this home, he's my home. He's where I feel most safe, most comfortable. He made my body his home so I could have never-ending fellowship with him. And so 2 Corinthians 11.3, I'm going to read two verses. I'm going to read this verse here. I'm also going to read another portion of scripture. But this is the apostle Paul talking to the Corinthian church, and he said, I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. For I promised you to one husband to, pre to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. He said, but I am afraid, however, that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, that your minds may be led astray from your simple and pure devotion to Christ. Let me ask you a question. Has your mind been led astray by your simple and pure devotion to Christ? Because the Lord is jealous for you. More than the Apostle Paul more than the Apostle Paul could ever be jealous for the church, the Lord was jealous for his people. Paul was just sharing in the Lord's jealousy because we have a jealous God. And he is, he longs for our attention and our affection. And so I just want to ask you a simple question. 
has other things taking preeminence over your communion with the Lord. And let me ask you another question. Can you remove small things from your life that are menial or of little or no importance? And can you incorporate internal dialogue with the Lord in those moments? Can you incorporate Bible reading in those moments? Could you incorporate worshiping in those moments? Could you incorporate practicing thankfulness by confessing your need of him and confessing um, you know, your, uh, a joyful and grateful heart because of all the good things in your life? Can you incorporate little things here and there that can set your attention, affection, your mind, your acknowledgement upon the Lord where you could tune in and be plugged into him? Can you start to do that here and there? Maybe start thinking about Start thinking about things in your life that are frivolous that have been stealing that and taking away from that. And think about little things you could start incorporating. For me, it was my truck time. It was my drive time. Instead of being on my phone on YouTube or listening to a comedian or sports updates or, you know, different things, I'm worshiping again. I'm using my truck as a sanctuary unto the Lord of glory where I can encounter him. It's my tent of meeting, the meeting place of me and him where I could come before him and experience him and be fueled up and filled up for my day so I could be the best version of myself, so I could live empowered by the Spirit, so the fruit of the Spirit could flow and be preeminent in my life. It was also just making that time again to memorize Scripture, to dive into the Scriptures. Also, again, for me, I I, I began to re-engage with him at night on my bed before I closed my eyes. I just lay there and I just meditate upon him, think about him, commune with him. And then I close my eyes in his presence and I sleep like a baby. And so what are little things we could start doing? I'm challenging myself even when I'm waiting on a line at Target or waiting on a line at Chipotle or whatever. Instead of grabbing my phone, the first instinct or inclination, grab your phone. Instead of doing that, I just stand there. I take in life. I breathe fresh air. I take in life. I commune with him internally. And I, Lord, what are you doing? What are you saying? How could I cooperate with you today? How could I walk with you today? Maybe the person in front of me, I could be sensitive because a person in front of me needs me to pay for their groceries, or maybe there's somebody there the Lord highlights to me because I'm again being sensitive to him and what he's saying and what he's doing. Has a busy, cluttered life of being entertained and being constantly plugged into something cause us to be insensitive to the voice of God where we squelch the Spirit of God and we're not able to be led by the Spirit of God because our, we never have a moment of just conscious awareness of Him. Lord, what are you saying? Lord, what are you doing? Lord, what is my day about? Do you want me to do something today? I'm open. I'm here. John 15, verses 4 and 5. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch could truly bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. And neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. And I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And apart from me, you can do nothing. All right, listen, you can tie your shoes without Jesus, all right? There's a lot of people around the world that are doing things without him. What he's talking about right now is bearing eternal fruit for the kingdom of heaven. We can do nothing of spiritual value, nothing of eternal significance without Jesus, okay? And so what he's saying here is, remain in me, abide with me. That is the crux of our spiritual life. We were meant to carry his presence, live in a never-ending conversation with him. We were meant to receive our strength and our hope and our faith and peace and joy and righteousness 
from his presence, from this never-ending reservoir of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us to be tapping in, to be drawing from this well of salvation on the inside of us. We were, we, he, he broke down every barrier. He broke down everything that separated us from God. And now the only, uh, the only barriers in our minds are doubt and unbelief. And God wants to rend that veil as well. And so we have continual access to him through faith. And now, how much do we want him? Are we satisfied with other things? Are we fed with other things? So we're not hungry for his presence anymore. We're not hungry for the word anymore. It's dry. It's mundane. We need to repent and we need to come before him. And however you need to come before him, I'm not trying to be religious about this, but maybe you need to get on your knees. Maybe you need to lay on your face. Maybe you need to scream, cry, rend your shirt like they did in the Old Testament. I don't know. But just say, God, I'm sorry. And has he forgiven you? Yes. The, 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 the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. That's past tense. He's taken away our sin. But when we confess our sin to him, it gives him the opportunity to speak forgiveness into us and for us to receive that forgiveness. So by saying, Lord, I'm sorry. Are we just like, he's mad at us and now he's forgiving us? No, it's for us. God, I'm sorry. And you're letting out your emotions and your feelings and that he gets to pour his forgiveness and love into you. Lord, I'm, I, I've, been, I've been taking the wheel of my own life and God, I've been, I haven't been hungry for you. And Lord, I can't hunger for you without you. And so help me. I lay these things down. I lay my life down, re-energize me, strengthen me, you know, set my heart on fire again. If the devil can't get us in obvious sinful patterns, he'll do whatever it takes to distract us from pure devotion to Christ so he can cut off our fruitfulness. A spirit-filled, fruitful saint is a serious threat to the kingdom of darkness. And so many of you, man, he can't get you into pornography bondage anymore. He can't get you into stealing, robbing, killing, murdering. He can't get you into... You know, think of whatever you want to think of, you know, whatever, whatever sinful thing that destroys our reputation or harms us emotionally or harms others, cheating, stealing, whatever it may be, go through the list of the 10 commandments. All right. If he can't get you to do the obvious sinful things that harm yourself and harm others, then he's going to just get you distracted with things that seem innocent. You know, Hey, this isn't a sinful thing. This isn't a bad thing. He'll get you distracted. He'll get you filled up with other things. He'll get you focused on other things to hinder your fruitfulness so that you will be a Christian, a believer, of course, a saint, saved, delivered, justified, washed with the blood, loved, cherished by heaven, but unfruitful on earth when it comes to eternal impact. And so this is my challenge for you guys going into 2022. And this isn't just my challenge for you. This is what I've been challenging myself afresh with November and December. And I will continue to challenge myself afresh with this. Abide with him. Lay aside the things that entangle, the things that are sinful, the things that entangle, the, the distractions, the entertainment, the constant, you know, busy, cluttered life. Put a few things aside and focus back on Jesus. Do not lose your simple and pure devotion to Christ. And if you need to repent, and if you need to say, God, I can't do this, kindle my heart afresh, anew, with love and passion for you, do that. Get before him and be honest and vulnerable with him and let him breathe his love. He is an all-consuming fire. Let him consume you again. 
And so bless you guys. We're believing for a great year in 2022, not just for myself, but for all of you guys. Man, our ministry, we're believing for you know amazing things with our ministry, for business, everything that we're doing here, me and my family, wonderful things with our family. We're also believing for every single one of you. If you want to email me, you can go to our website, lifeportoutintl.org. You can email any prayer requests. You could also... Um, just comment, reach out. I love to hear your comments. You could reach out on our website in the comment section. You could comment on YouTube and I'll try to get back to you. I know when comments come up there, you could go on social media and try to contact us there, but bless you guys. We're here for you. We're always praying for you. Me and my wife, we're always praying for you guys. So thank you so much. Bless you guys. And Hey, listen, subscribe, rate and review so we can get out this, you know, get out the message to more people, but, um, bless you guys. And I'll talk to you in 2022 on Awaken Podcast. So make sure to tune in. Bless you guys. And we'll talk again in the new year. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know Him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering Him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter His presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org. Org, lifeportoutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so, bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you. <laughs>